Hey, welcome to Teb's Talks, the Prometheus podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to jasontebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Tebbs. Yesterday was the first day back into the office for my employment. But lucky for me, we are doing a hybrid model. Two days on, or two days in the office, three days out of the office. The quote-unquote required days to be in the office are Tuesday, Thursday, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I can be at home. So today's a Wednesday. I worked from home today. And sure, I've only had like one day back into the office, but I can I can tell you what I so much prefer working from home. I, I just do. I'm more comfortable. I feel like, you know, I can get up and get things done. Like if, if I'm walking to, I was talking to my coworker and I was like, we were like, yeah, if, if, if we're walking to get up and go use the restroom, we can throw a load of laundry in or we could switch the laundry over, which now that I say that I need to switch over some laundry or like if, if you have a little bit of downtime, right? You don't feel like you need to pretend like you're staying busy. Like you can relax a little bit more. We proved over like a little over a year that we can work from home. Things still got done. We still did well getting things completed. So being back in the office, not my cup of tea. It is what it is. Luckily, it's still pretty flexible. It's not like I have to be in at a specific time. Uh, If something comes up on a Tuesday or a Thursday, like I can still work from home and get whatever needs to be done. It's just that the higher-ups wanted to have opportunity to collaborate a little more, have people in the office be able to bounce ideas off of each other a little easier. We'll see long-term if it ends up being worth it. But, yeah, I mean, working from home. Again, I I got lucky. I'm not full-time at the office, unlike most people. I, I have a hybrid model. But, funny enough, not everybody at the company has the same model like it's it's just my department that's doing this hybrid model sales on the other hand one team is like yeah you know you need to be in the office full-time another team is no you can be at home full-time and then i think our developers are more or less in the office i can't remember exactly what they're doing but it's just kind of weird and there there is some people that are like oh you know some salespeople that are like, wow, I have to be in the office, but that team doesn't. That's kind of lame. There are probably our support teams like, wow, you know, we got to be in the office full time. That's kind of lame. The one nice thing about being in the office was like, I got to socialize with people more, but that's the only positive was I socialized more. Negatives, I don't want this to be a completely negative podcast of me saying like, oh, we hear all the negatives of working in the office, but it's just like the noise level was ridiculous. I just I just felt like I couldn't concentrate at times. I just felt like there was always something in the background that was just going on. That's kind of annoying. When I'm at home, you know, I'm the only one at home. I can focus completely on if I'm on a training, I can focus completely. No noise is coming from the background. It's just going back to just hearing people in the office is so jarring. 
just like all of us on calls, all of us talking to different people, and the noise just jarring. I can't believe that we did that full time with way more people in the office, way more packed together. I can't believe that was the norm. We're a lot more spread out. There's way less people in the office and it still feels, I mean, granted, I'm going from like pretty much dead silence working from home to any amount of noise in the office. That was a jarring change. The commute, not a fan of that either. Not a fan of having to drive there, drive back. I like that I had my own kitchen to get my own lunches. Having to like find a lunch in the company break kitchen room. Going through that process again wasn't my favorite. But it was just one day, you know, tomorrow I'm back in the office. We'll see how tomorrow goes. I don't want to be like a negative Nelly. I want to try and be positive, make it a positive work environment. (laughs) But I'm going to be honest, after... After one day of being back in the office, what what a miserable experience. Miserable. And it's like, Jason, what if your boss is here? I don't care if my boss is here. I'm frank with them. If they ask me, hey, how do you like working in the office? I'm going to be like, not a fan. I'll do it. I'm not going not gonna to sit here and drag my feet and fight against you. Like, if that's the decision you as a higher up made, that's the decision you as a higher up made. I'll, I'll be honest and be like, it's not my favorite, but I'm not going to cause trouble. I don't want to cause trouble. I'll have my voice be heard. I don't mean to cause trouble. I just, man, after a year of working from home, it was so nice. I mean, it still is nice. It's a Wednesday. I'm still working from home today. Super nice. So nice. <laughs> man. But work is going incredibly well for me, actually. I was talking with my boss today. We were going over my, um, what month is it? It's June right now. So we were going over my May numbers and it's like, dang, dude, things are looking fantastic. And I'm like, I know, man, looking at June, they're looking even better. June's looking even better. So a lot of what my job is, is just client retention. And there's a thing called churn. If, if one of my clients cancels their subscription with our company, It's called churn, so you want a low churn. And boy howdy, so far for June, incredibly low churn, like astronomically low. Things are looking good. Things are on the up and up in terms of my work, other than the fact that I have to go back in the office. Now, my dad gave me advice early on in my career after I graduated college. And he's like, hey, move as high as you can, as fast as you can within a company. Like, put your name in for X, Y, like, put your name in for things. So, I'm hoping that pretty soon here, because my team just got a new team member, and we're about to get another new team member here in a couple of weeks. I think a week and a half, we're going to get another person. My hope is that the team lead position for my team opens back up, and I definitely want to put my name in for that, and I definitely want to get that position. Like, that is another thing about going back into the office is just I feel a little more, I guess things feel like a little more tangible in a way, which is a positive. I don't think that outweighs the positives of working from home. But what I mean by things feel a little more tangible is, like, actively seeing my team members, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this team. Actively seeing the people in the department, it's like, oh, yeah, we got this department. And there is... 
eventually things that are going to open up like positions above my position that are going to open up. And like, that seems a little more real where you're like, oh yeah, there are people that need teams and teams need departments and department heads and department heads have VPs. Like, I guess I can visualize the structure a little more, but that's just like a teeny tiny thing. So yes, I do want to eventually become a team lead for my team. Or I guess if another team opens up, put my name in for that. I was talking to this guy. He recently just got the job for a team lead in one of the teams. And he's like, hey man, my team needs a person. And I was like, yeah, my team is like desperately needs people. So I don't want to like leave my team. I don't think anybody in the department is like, yeah, let's let's hemorrhage the small market team even more. And he's like, well, you know, uh, working on his team, it's it's easier than working on the team I'm on right now. And I was like, really, you think so? And he's like, well, here's how it's easier. Not to like get in the nitty gritty details. He's like, he's like, look. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Like there's a lot of time and attention on what this team is doing. And he's like, your words have weight. Things get done when you ask them to get done. And it's like the metrics are decently easy to hit. Now they're a lot more weighted. See, my, my team, I'm like on the team where it's like the hardest to retain people because I'm on the small market team. And so it's just one-off clients signing up. So they're coming and going where this guy I was talking to, he's on what's the enterprise team. And the enterprise team is dealing with like big clients that have large agreements with us that are, that have like multi, multi locations dealing with like franchises. I feel like I shouldn't be giving too much information away, but I want to give enough information away to like explain it. So anyway, he's dealing with large franchises and he's like, look, when you have large franchises, the things are pretty standardized across them. So they're using the platform, right? But he's like, if you lose a large client, like you're using, you're losing a lot of money at once, but you're like the quantity of losses you have isn't much, but the like size of losses you have is a lot more than mine's the reverse where the size of loss you have isn't that much, but the quantity you have is a lot. So there are pros and cons to both teams. There are pros and cons of trying to hit the metric for both teams. But one, I really like working with this guy. I'm like, his name's Greg. I'm like, listen, Greg, I've always had a positive experience with you. Love talking to you. We've had a little bit of chances to work here and there. I'd love to be on your team. I'd love to work with Greg. I just like know that my team needs employees. And, you know, I think there's a better shot for advancement if I stay on my team. And when the small market team lead opens up going for that so I was like yeah you know but you know if the boot fits they'd meet me over there I'll, I'll transfer over there I'll, I'll be a team player I'll be where I need to be sometimes and I think a lot of people feel this way that you like you owe it to your team to stick around you owe it to your team to do xyz let's take my team right now I'm on the small market team. We just hired a person and we're hiring another person. So we were down two people. Like it was, it's been a rough couple weeks, almost a month on my team, just because we haven't had enough people to cover the amount of work that needs to get done. Like the, the, the amount of clients that we have, we haven't had enough people to cover. So we're getting there. We're getting people onboarded. 
it's been a huge struggle. So this whole time I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go anyplace else because my team's struggling already as it is. I don't want to cause them even more struggle. So I feel kind of like obligated and obliged to to stay. But on the flip side, I always got to be looking out for number one. I'm number one. I am the most important person in my life. And I always got to be looking out for number one. So had something come along where I was just like, hey, Jason, this is going to be way better for you. Obviously, I need to be willing to take that, even though it might hurt my team. And I love my team dearly. I don't want to, you know, leave them high and dry. I don't want them to uh, have any more stress than they already have. Like, I want to be like, I want to help them out. These are these are people I've grown fond relationship with, relationships with and people that I'm like, yeah, this is, this is my team. I want to I want to see my team succeed. I don't want to see my team struggling. It's the same for my wife. You know, she's like, hey, I want to do X, Y, Z. Then in order to do that, I can't be working full time. She wants to like go back to school. Um, she also just, that's the main thing. She wants to go back to school. She also is just like, look, I'm, I'm just at a point where I can't do retail anymore. And I don't blame her. Retail sounds like the most miserable job in the world because the general public are complete assholes. I don't blame her a bit. So she's like, I kind of want to go down part time. But she always says like, oh, but you know, I don't want to leave my boss empty handed. I don't want to leave right before Halloween, which is our busy time of the year. Like I don't want to leave my team and these people I work with high and dry. Like I want to be a team player. She has that same thing. But at the end of the day, I'm like, look, you got to look out for number one. That business will go on without you. Like if that business crumbles because you leave, then that business was not going to make it at the end of the day. They won't crumble. They'll have probably a rough time for a little bit, but they will continue on. That's not your concern anymore. I, th- I think we all have that. We're afraid to move different places or to a different position or a different job because we're worried about leaving behind the people we've been working with. So I'm like, yeah, you know, Greg, I would love to work with you. I love working with the people I work with right now. The whole enterprise thing, it's kind of like a completely different world almost. It sounds interesting. I can definitely see what the positives would be switching over to that team. But switching teams, I'm not going to get any sort of a pay raise for one. For two, um, where I see advancement coming is on the small market team. I don't see enterprise, like you just took the enterprise team lead position. So it's not like a team lead position for enterprise is going to open up anytime soon. So I'm like, right now, the best play I see for myself is staying where I'm at and gunning for advancement there. Because that way I kind of get the best of both worlds. Like I advance, but I'm still helping out my team. Like I'm still on my team, making sure that we got the coverage we need. We're taken care of. Employment is a fickle thing. Like I, I, I got bills I got to pay. I need a job. I've got a family I got to take care of. I need a job. Making sure that you can cover what you need to cover and still enjoy what you're doing. It's it's a very hard, delicate balance that very few people have mastered. You know, some of us are just trying to get by. Sometimes I feel that way. Sometimes I feel like I've got things pretty figured out. But all I know is I do want to move as high as I can, as fast as I can, have the opportunities there. There's also the strange statistic like, People that change jobs every two to three years, like go to a different company, end up making 50% more than people that just stay at the same company. And one, I think that's ridiculous. Like that is, what a scam that is. 
Um, but it also kind of makes sense. It just kind of goes to show that, hey, your, your company isn't going to advance your payment as much as just like going to another place and getting another opportunity. Like when a company has a person, it's kind of in their best interest to get as much out of them as they can for as little as they can. Like that's just from a, the company's perspective, how the cookie, cookie crumbles from the employee's perspective sucks complete butt. So I'm like, okay, I just hit my two year mark at my company and I'm like, okay, look, I need to see advancement soon or I mean, I'm going to have to take care of number one. My expenses aren't going down. They're only going up. That's just how life is. I don't foresee my expenses dropping drastically anytime soon unless unless we take my kid out of daycare, but then my wife would have to drop to part-time. So it's kind of like a net even. So I'm like, look, I, I I need to see some sort of benefit here in a bit. Like I've, I've been working for two years. I'm still making the same as I was when I started in terms of like an hourly amount. The way that bonuses are breaking down, I don't know. I mean, bonuses are bonuses. It's hard to like budget and determine exactly how much you're getting paid when you have bonuses and commissions involved, right? But still, I'm just like, look, like you're, the company has to win over the employee just as much as the employee has to win over the company, right? Well, if I can find, I, I've said it before, if I can find a better offer elsewhere, I'd go elsewhere. I haven't. I, then again, I haven't really been looking because I see opportunity where I'm at. I like the company I'm working for. Team lead potential. Working mostly from home, kind of in the office sometimes. Great benefits here. But I still got to be on the lookout for number one. Anyway, that's where I'm going to end it for this episode of Teb Stocks, the premier useless podcast. Back in the office two days a week. I'd prefer to just stay home those two days. It's water under the bridge, I guess. Um, go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate this podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. Check out my website, jasontebs.com. It's got everything I do. Um, peace out. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.